Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. I hope you find yourself in the right frame of mind, focusing on the things within your control. All right, so today's episode is about relax. Avoid taking yourself too seriously. For those who have a high standard in whatever they do, some of the pitfalls that come along with that is taking yourself too seriously because of the constant need to live up to that standard. That it's become a habit to consistently execute things at a high level, and a large part of that is being focused on what needs to get done. What tends to happen over time is taking yourself too seriously, which eventually becomes a burden, and it's almost like you've taken on this persona that's just so heavy, and it restricts who you really are. We all want to feel valued and respected, And sometimes this is done through a level of fear where a person shows their dominance by huffing and puffing to signal their strength or what appears to be strength. A lot of people will tend to back off to avoid any sort of confrontation. But what this leads to is a person who is the loudest or shows their anger in a way that frightens others, makes them continue this behavior Because they've been rewarded for it. They've been conditioned for that. By others doing what they want. Or at least not challenging them. Or somebody might take themselves too seriously. Where they feel not good enough. And might beat themselves up unnecessarily. For not living up to a certain set of expectations. Sometimes being overly critical of yourself. Might work to motivate you to get better. But this chips away at your confidence. Because while you might get the results that you wanted, it ultimately comes at the cost of how you feel about yourself. And this leads to almost never feeling good enough, even when you achieved what you want. This can affect your self-talk where it becomes more and more negative just to get you to perform or execute at a high level. And then your self-worth is going to be based on an external outcome. So it's dependent on getting the results. Both of these types of outlooks can lead one to feeling tight and constantly fighting to maintain control over things that are really uncontrollable. The things that are always within our control is our attitude and the choices that we make. If you need external things to go a certain way to feel at ease, then you're more likely to be on edge where the slightest thing can make you overreact. Now it's important to have accountability and discipline to get things that you set for yourself done. But at the same time, it's not healthy and it's not sustainable in the long run to make it all business-like where it's all work and no play or no fun. Where even the slightest thing's not going how you expect it to or things are not done exactly how you say can lead one to being self-centered that pushes people away. We all know that we're going to experience rough periods throughout our lives And the better that we can handle the small things, especially when they're unpredictable, the better we can navigate those rough periods. Part of what's going to help you manage these times is to just relax and not take yourself so seriously. Our faults, our mistakes, our failures are not there to cripple the belief within ourselves, but it's there to help us learn from it. So why exactly do we become too serious? Well, a large part is because we have a need to be respected. And this can be done through being professional, being prepared, or educated in a certain area 
that signals a high level of seriousness that means you're, you're ready to go, that you're efficient with your time and you want to avoid all the dilly-dallying. And with that comes a certain level of seriousness so others know that you have a certain level of expectations that should be met consistently. Essentially, what this does is it weeds out those that are just kind of wasting time and you can focus your energy and your attention on those that are really about the goal or the mission that you're trying to achieve. We understand that the small things matter and those details can be the difference in whether you reach your objective or not. The term of nice guys finish last might come from the squeaky wheel gets the oil where the one who becomes noticeable usually through being the loudest, is the one that others pay attention to. And because those that are quiet or are nice, others might interpret that as being weak. And this could lead to others seeing this person with a lot less respect. But this eventually misguides many who think that strength comes from overpowering others. That's just that huffing and puffing way to mask some of their insecurities. And maybe this comes from the natural way of of how we pay attention where if we're yelled at something it causes us to immediately move our attention to to that direction but when we're asked in a nice manner it might make us feel that it's unimportant but there's also those who are able to silently show how committed they are by their resoluteness that their focus is on one singular thing and this can be for good reason because Being able to have your attention all into what you're doing gives you a greater chance at making progress more quickly as opposed to just jokingly doing it. The seriousness that others show probably comes from the dangerous situations that were once a lot more prevalent. The brain is there to help us survive, so it's going to take things a lot more seriously to avoid being endangered. We are more likely to respond to something negative than something positive. So if we think about jobs manufacturing or in agriculture, you think about 40, 50, 60 years ago, they were a lot more dangerous because they involved a lot of machinery and moving parts where a body part can get caught into something or your clothes might get caught in it and it could lead to a potentially fatal situation. Or if we think about school, teachers might harp on students for not being serious about their schoolwork because it can mean that they have limited options when they get out into the workforce. So not taking school seriously could lead to getting lower grades and reduced skill sets, potentially. And as we all know, school alone is not a predictor how you're going to do later on in life. So essentially, seriousness comes down to seizing opportunity to avoid feeling hurt. Either we ourselves feel bad about what we came up short in, or others make us feel bad. That want to avoid being seen in a negative light, this causes us to move with a lot more urgency and to not repeat those same mistakes. So the thinking going forward and everything that you do is, I got to be serious in what I'm doing, which is a good thing, but not too much to the point where you draw your significance from it. Meaning, the more serious someone is, the more significant they feel, And this can lead to feeling superior to others. This can lead to hiding their flaws, believing that they're more important than what they really are. Eventually, what we'll come to find out is that we make things bigger in our heads than what they really are. Those mistakes and failures that we face 
are not that big of a deal. Most people really don't care. So if you tripped and fell flat on your face, others are not going to see it as big as what you might because they're not feeling the way you do. And if they do, so what? Who cares? We all have our moments where we just lapse. So what you gain by relaxing and not taking yourself so seriously is the freedom to be yourself. And that means accepting your flaws, your weaknesses, not trying to cover them up, but knowing how you can work around them. Instead of avoiding mistakes, you'll be more inclined to make progress, and that involves being willing to fail. What others think of you becomes irrelevant because you gain a greater respect for yourself knowing what you think about yourself is more important. This gives you greater patience and understanding when setbacks occur, knowing that it's just a moment in time and it's going to pass because you'll overcome it somehow. It's going to help you better manage your emotions where they're not running wild, thinking that a situation is bigger or worse than what it really is. Eventually, this allows you to be objective about yourself and the choices that you made. You have better self-awareness to correct things before they become a problem. This is really a big thing that's very subtle and very important when it comes to improving yourself. Because we're in that first-person point of view, it can be difficult to see certain tendencies that are getting in our way. But by being more self-aware, you're able to find certain things to improve on before it becomes a bad ingrained habit. It's preventative care that allows things to operate in a smoother, efficient manner. So by being less serious, you're more adaptable and can handle unpredictability with a lot more composure. Imagine how you would go about your day, just life in general, if you were not concerned with what could go wrong and were more focused on what could go right. Now I understand. The brain is going to help us evaluate the potential harm that we might experience so that's something to consider. But what if we use more of our mental energy on how will I make things go right? Worrying can be a good thing because it wakes us up to the rough patches along the way. So then you come up with a plan on how to avoid it or how to manage it. So in the case of things that could go right, your mental energy would be used on what do I need to do so things go as best as possible. Maybe one reason why many of us don't focus on this is because it requires work. We might see or imagine all the work required and then that alone almost deflates us because we might be thinking, you mean I got to do all that for things to go well? Instead, we should reframe that thinking into, you mean if I do all this, then I have a better chance of things turning out well? And all this is made possible by just shifting the perspective that you have. One of the things that's going to help you not take yourself so seriously is remember to enjoy. If we just take a look at the difference between kids and adults, one of the first things that we all notice is that kids are able to really enjoy their lives. And honestly, yes, they don't have the responsibility that an adult has to focus on, but there should be an emphasis on enjoying the everyday things. So a kid is thinking about, what can I do that's fun? Whereas an adult is thinking, what do I need to do so things run smoothly? The common thinking an adult will have is, I got to get up at this time. I got to get to work. I got to get to school, pick up the kids at this time. I need to get this work done. I need to be home at this time so I can cook and clean. And if we come to think about it, 
that doesn't sound like much fun at all. So it's up to us to make it a priority to find certain things throughout our day that that we enjoy, that we can make it fun. Maybe in between all that, turn on the music that brings a smile to your face or take 15 minutes to read a book or watch something funny. If we remember, our reality is set based on what we choose to focus on. While yes, there are many everyday priorities that need to be taken care of, like being at a certain place at a certain time or having food ready so everyone can eat, we can incorporate those moments of pleasure to to uplift us. It's estimated that the average adult laughs about 17 times a day, while the average child laughs about 300 times a day. This indicates that we might be taking ourselves way too seriously. We understand that we need to make a living or we need to perform well at whatever we do, whether it's school or work. But we got to remember to enjoy things that we have in our daily lives. Laughter is a natural stress reducer that helps lighten the mental load that you carry. But it also stimulates your heart, your lungs, your muscles, and increases the endorphins released by your brain. The longer term benefit of laughing is it improves your immune system because it increases positive thoughts that release neuropeptides and this helps fight off stress and potential illness. So it serves as a natural painkiller that puts you at ease and can improve your mood in an instant. So in those difficult moments that you find yourself in, try to find the humor. Maybe not so much in what you're going through, but look to what can bring a smile to your face. Maybe it's listening to a comedian or just things that occur throughout your day. Laughing might not be given much thought because it naturally occurs, but it really should be a priority throughout the day. How many people you know really say, I want to laugh more? It's just preventative care so you can stay relaxed and avoid being so serious. Another challenge that we all face is there's so many things going on and that need to get done So come to simplify or automate things where you can. That way you have less competing for your attention. The less things that you're focused on, the more time you have to dedicate on the things within your sight. And knowing this puts you at ease that you're getting things done effectively. This is going to give you a little bit more free time. And naturally, it's going to take away at that seriousness that you might be in. Some of those mundane or repetitive tasks that you have to get done. Find a way to automate it. Maybe it's your credit card statement where you automatically set to pay itself and you don't got to think about it. And maybe you just check on it once a month just to make sure there's no discrepancies. Or if you're tasked with cooking, you can simplify meals to have it prepared on one day all for the week and it's just about reheating when you're ready. The more you can do this, the more you free yourself from having to actively think about it where it just naturally falls into place when it comes time to do whatever. If you've ever been in that situation where you're scrambling to pay off your credit card only to figure out, oh, it was due yesterday, that's something that could have saved you some worrying. And if that does happen, then it trickles into other parts of your day where you're probably mad or frustrated, and it's going to make you more prone to mistakes or, or having mental blocks at whatever task is next. Maybe you decide to work on a project right after that, but you're probably going to be less effective because of the irritation is weighing on you. 
being able to automate a, a process like this is one less thing that needs your attention. There are those days that you just have so much to get done and you're mentally already in a state of being tense and alert and that makes you more likely to be in a serious mode. While it can help you get organized how you're going to go about each task, it can lead to seeing things in a limited way. It restricts creativity from contributing to making things better. It's almost as if the only tool that is seen as a fit is to use a hammer when really a screwdriver is needed to undo the screw. In moments like this, all that's really needed is to take a step back and evaluate the obstacle that needs to be overcome. And this thinking is really simple. It's about identifying the problem and the potential solutions. Sometimes we don't even realize how we go about solving problems that we face or how we go about making decisions. We might attribute it to intuition or just feel for what's right. But when you understand how you look at things, you have a better chance of finding simple ways to approach them and that makes it more manageable. So similar to a car, if you look at it as a whole, it can seem complex. But if you break it down, it's made up of an engine, wheels, and a frame. This helps to grasp the ideas and concepts and not be bogged down by all the details involved. Another helpful thing that's going to help you avoid taking yourself too seriously is letting go of needing to control everything. The only things that we really have control over is our attitude and our behaviors. Everything else is really not in our hands. We don't control how people behave or how situations play out or what the weather's going to do. We might influence them, but it's not up to us to try to make them bend to what we want them to. If there's a constant need to feel like you're in control, then you're always going to be on edge. Constantly in a tug of war that's really pointless. All that really does is gives a false sense of validation that you're much more significant than everybody else. That what you say is as goes because it shows how strong your will is, how much power is flexed. And this only inflates the ego and is constantly seeking uh, to prove themselves. In a state like this, it makes one feel that without their presence, everything is going to fall apart. That they're the reason why things are always running great. What they may not realize is that they might be a big fish in a small pond, only they don't know it. That their title props up their self-worth, and typically they're threatened by others who challenge them in any way. To get over this, come to understand that there's so many things outside of our control, so why should we spend time worrying about it much? It's really wasted energy that's getting you all worked up for something that you have very little to no effect on. Know that people are going to behave erratic or in ways that you don't want them to or situations are going to play out in unexpected ways. And if people or situations need to go in a particular manner for you to feel at ease, then you'll always be dictated by the outcome. Tell yourself that no matter how people or situations unfold, they're not going to dictate how you conduct yourself. When you're able to do this, you have greater respect for yourself and you'll be a lot more calm. You become more adaptable so you can overcome the changes that occur instead of trying to resist it. Resisting keeps you in a state of being tense, on your heels, defensive, and, and constantly reactive. Being flexible keeps you balanced so you can withstand impactful force when it comes your way 
so you can move with the flow. This proves pivotal in times of uncertainty because you can move quickly where you fit in instead of trying to force things how you want them to. Another helpful thing to realize is it's not all about winning. You know, a big reason why someone might take themselves really serious is to achieve a certain goal. And as we all know, to achieve a goal, being committed to it increases your chance of making it happen. When that goal is attained, it makes us feel good. It increases our confidence and makes us want to move on to the next one. There are going to come times that those goals that we set for ourselves, we fall short of them. And we got to realize that it's not all about achieving the goal or all about winning, but it's about making progress, growing as a person. When you can focus and experience that, it becomes a lot more rewarding and fulfilling. Seeing things as a win or lose severely cuts into all the great things that were done. Sometimes in those defeats is when we truly make magnificent strides in our growth, where we gave it our all and were able to tap into a side that we never knew. Once the dust has settled, you see what you gain from an internal perspective and you become stronger and better for it. While winning and achieving what you want is all good and well, it can feel cheap or devalued if it just required very little work. I think too much emphasis is put on winning because many people will base their self-worth on an outcome as opposed to the effort and the process that they committed to, where it's all about the bottom line and nothing else matters. Some people will even operate with a sense of by any means necessary and if it does get to this point, it can be detrimental. It can be intoxicating when we have people in our corner cheering for us. And this might come from it being easy for people in general to gravitate towards the so-called winners. It's a lazy thing to do, to just go with the thing that's trending, to follow the herd because it means there's strength in numbers. That if the crowd likes or follows it, so should I. But this conditions people to be outcome-focused, where the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is all that's focused on. But the path to get there can be very treacherous, and that's overlooked. Most people don't see all the behind-the-scenes work to make things happen, which is why many people are quick to point out others' faults. If they realized what it took, they'd have respect or a greater respect for the process instead of just the results. Taking yourself seriously is not a bad thing. It's great because it helps you be accountable and disciplined so you can get what you want done. It shows a high level of commitment that you're willing to, to work diligently towards something and it increases your odds of doing so. But it's about not taking yourself too seriously that your whole perspective and self-worth is wrapped up in the outcome. Remember, what you do is not entirely who you are and you shouldn't draw your significance from that but it should be about who you are as a person. Mistakes and failures are okay. Let yourself commit to them and learn from them. Embracing this will help you go forward with a new level of freedom to go after the great things that are possible instead of being hindered by all the great catastrophes that could be. Let yourself laugh, be loose, and enjoy life. And remember, get over yourself because people are not thinking about you as much as you think. People have enough to occupy their attention and be concerned with you. But if they are, then they might have little going for them. When you can give more importance to what you think about yourself, 
everybody else's opinions matter very little. This allows you to operate with a higher level of flexibility to reach new heights because you go at things feeling invigorated instead of restricted. Whatever that you're going through, remind yourself to relax and laugh. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. It's your personal development resource to help you build the right mindset so you can live to thrive. All right, until next time.